Welcome to Reimagining Education, a podcast by Michigan International Prep School. I'm Amy Dunlap, and I'm excited to be here today for today's discussion. Uh, we've had an awesome opportunity to learn more about the inner workings of Michigan International Prep School, um, what we have to offer, and what we do from the experts who help provide a quality education, as well as from a parent's perspective. Um, over the course of this series of podcasts, uh, you are going to hear from various departments on what their role is here at the school, and also hear from one of our amazing parents on their take um, as they see it through the lens of a parent. From mentoring, to curriculum, to social events, uh, individualized pathways, the School of the Arts, and much, much more. So today I'm honored and welcome to, or, and honored to welcome uh, the school superintendent, Andrew Holbert, and one of our amazing parents, Chambria Mack, to kick off the series today. So Drew, I want to start with you. Um, you had uh, sort of a dream and a vision um, that you know seven years ago uh, to to start this school. So give me a little bit about what was that sort of vision and how did we land here today? So I had the opportunity to spend a lot of time in the classroom uh, teaching myself, and and I I always saw students that we we didn't have the opportunity to really connect with. Um, you saw a lot of faces throughout the day, and and a lot of faces would come and go. And you never really had the opportunity to truly embrace and develop relationships. And I knew that in education, relationships were everything. If I wanted a student to succeed, I needed to connect with them on some level. And so in through my frustrations over the years of not being able to connect with all those students, um, I, I began to develop an idea of how do we... How do we develop education in a way for, for students that really, really desperately need that relationship component of it? Some students, they, they can work their way through the classroom and through their, their career in, in school without needing that extra support. But in our environment today, most kids need, need a little bit more attention, uh, a little bit more, more grace and love. And so um, I, we, a couple of us uh, for years just brainstormed, how would we do this differently? How would we structure it? Um, you know, if we were president for a day, how would you build something and, and, and really do it? Um, and so we, we really wanted to build something that had a mentoring support that allowed kids to truly have a, an adult in the room that would work with them, that would, would make sure that they were, they were on pace, on task. Um, and if any crisis really came up in their life that we would find a way to, to either put a bandaid on it temporarily to get them professional help or that we would be able to step in and, and help in some way or fashion. So I love that. So I know um, we've talked in the past a little bit about sort of how it came to be of the name um, and then the logo and even the mascot. Can you kind of walk us through the progression of that and how we landed uh, to where we are? Yeah, so our name is definitely a mouthful. Um, and I, I think some of our marketing team would have loved us to have a shorter name. Um, but we we knew that, you know, we were going to encompass our state. And, and so Michigan is obviously uh, the the heart and soul of where all of our kids live um, but we also knew that we lived in a global environment now and in order to be competitive in in our world you needed to have a global mindset and so that's where the international part of the name came from um, and we really wanted to prepare kids um, not as a preparatory school but we wanted to prepare kids for whatever their next was whether that was a trade school whether that was moving on to another school um, we wanted to prepare them for whatever they thought was was their next. And so the Michigan International Prep School, we felt really encompassed all those things, um, even though it's definitely um, a, a mouthful. Um, and then, then we continued to say, you know, what, what in our environment really embraces a, a full team, full uh, capacity? And, and we, you know, everybody thinks of the honeybee. And so originally it was going to be a honeybee with a comb um, that we were looking at. And because... 
in, in the honeybee community, there's there's the hive, there's a queen, but there's also all of them, all all bees working together for the same mission, same goal. And so that was really what what drove our 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 attraction to to the honeycomb was it's a strong network put together and all the bees working in unison towards the same goal and that's really what we wanted to do for kids was all of us to have a really strong backbone and work together for kids awesome so uh shay i'm gonna jump over you for a minute uh you have a unique story uh to what landed you here um and landed your girls here ultimately can you kind of walk us through what is your story um when it comes to the the realm of education and, and school choice um, I have two daughters. Um, my choice to find an alternative route was with my first daughter. Um, I knew that she needed an alternative. I knew that the basic path to education was not going to fit her. Um, nothing in the basic realm of things fit her. That's her personality. That's how she operates. So I really set out to find something that would uh, allow her to be herself and blossom while being herself. And so we landed here uh, six years ago in kindergarten. This has been her only school, and I've watched her blossom just the way I kind of envisioned her to do so. So um, when it became time for my next child to enter school, Miracle was doing so well. It was just an obvious thing to continue this. And it's been so amazing to watch two different souls do the same thing two different ways. And that's that's the that's the cool thing about um, this environment. So I love that. So um, Shambray hit on something that I think is really important uh, here at the school is that uh, two very different individuals. Um, and, and we pride ourselves on being a school of one. We hear that thrown out. Um, we hear the individual pathways. Um, talk to me a little bit about how, because um, that's kind of where your vision sort of started. And how has you seen that progress in what we're offering and what we're able to do for students? Yeah, for sure. Um, school of one was something that we tried to coin really early on because every single student um, and every every single one of our staff members, uh, you know, have, have different things that make them tick and um, that drives them and motivates them. And so our we we originally called our enrollment team the adoption team because we were adopting new students onto onto the onto the network and on, into our family. Um, and we but we needed to identify what what their needs were, what their what what do they need to to be successful. Um, and so many of our kids are coming to us because something's not working somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so we needed to be able to identify that and then figure out what supports, what benefits can we add around them to make sure that they're going to be successful. And now we're rolling out different uh, different platforms, different ideas that will be a student support structure that really will encompass how we handle kids academically, socially, emotionally, um, even when it comes to behavioral or truancy types items. We now have built-in supports and, and early warning signs that will identify those quickly. Awesome. Uh, Shambria, uh, looking at the individuality um, and your girls being very different humans, um, what have you seen as sort of a support or a positive when it's come to the school from your perspective um, as a parent watching the two get a quality education? Um, I would say the mentor piece to it. The mentor piece is um, like in, I often speak of it as being a safety net mm-hmm. for the girls. So there's the educational, there's the curriculum piece, but there is also that constant of the mentor, that relationship with the mentor that helps bring out the individual individuality of the girls. So a teacher can't always do that mm-hmm. in 
a setting of a classroom, but there is a mentor that's there to say, I see that in her and I can see it and let me help you pull it out and we can talk about it. And I really appreciate that part of it. I think that's the key component to the uh, individualism, if I if I could say it like that. Yeah, um, Andrew, you mentioned that early on, is that you wanted to have a, a school where there's a mentoring sort of program, and we're going to dive into it deeper um, in a future podcast episode here. Um, but sort of give us just a little bit of a taste of what is mentoring and what was your vision for that? Yeah, so we knew that, that teachers were really good at delivering content, working with kids academically, but not every student was in a headspace where they could begin to work academically. And so the original motivation was how do we identify their early, you know, the needs of the child and then work with the family as as a full unit. Um, we always said that we wanted to digitally or virtually sit at the kitchen table with, with mom, dad, or whoever was supporting the student. And so the mentors, really, the idea is for them to, to virtually sit at home with the child, learn the family, learn the needs. How do we best support that family network in, in motivating the student and getting them academically successful? So, yep. I love that. And that's yeah. that's kind of you've you know alluded to that um, yep. in, in previous conversations that you and I have had about your experience mm-hmm. here, which is awesome. Um, what about you? You've added this other component. So we think about virtual schools. Um, there, there's a stigma, I think, around virtual schools. Um, folks uh, assume that there is a student sitting on one side of a computer, a teacher sitting on the other. Um, but Michigan International Prep School has really taken it and elevated that idea and really innovated it. Um, what does school look like here? And what are the various opportunities that students have um, that, that would break that stigma Mm, that's a loaded question because there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot i mean down from our our robust field trips to our learning labs um we we had the idea of building drop-in learning centers where kids could come out of their home or moms and dads could drop a kid off and have a break um there's a lot of a lot of pressure and intensity on them on the home coaches um mom dad grandma whoever's sitting at home with the child and so we really wanted the the learning labs to be that opportunity for a, a mom or dad to have a break um bring them in sit with a mentor sit with a teacher have those opportunities and so um we we currently have four learning labs and and we're we're doing our best to, to draw students out and, and create activities and opportunities for them there. Awesome. Um, Shambri, I know your girls have been into the, to some of the labs. Um, thoughts on their experiences when they get to go in and things that they get to do? It gives them that dose of school that they're missing. <laughs> and it also gives them that dose of reality that um, they get here and they do it and they love it. Then they're like, okay, I'm ready to go back home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so it's mm-hmm. like they get that it's it's a, it's a little thing that when you're doing uh life one way where you look at life another way and you think you're missing something mm-hmm. and then when they come in the learning lab they're like oh this is it okay but i'm ready to go mm-hmm. back small you doses know? yes yeah. the, and they love it they they like it like that yeah yes i love that um there's so much that we could cover and i don't want to dive too much into things because we have others um that are going to come in and do that but thinking ahead um this is year seven yeah. Um, what are sort of your thoughts thinking from literally day one to now you're into the school year of year seven um, and how far you've come? Well, I'll tell you, we made a lot of mistakes. Um, we've learned more from our failures than from our successes. But I can tell you that over the last year and a half, we have transitioned from learning from mistakes to now learning from successes. It, we, we're starting to see some of the fruits of our labors and some of the corrections that we learned early on. And so um, I really think that a, a parent or family can, can enroll now, start to finish you know, kindergarten to graduation, mm-hmm. have a million opportunities, a million different pathways they can go, um, and, and have a seamless opportunity. 
and that's really exciting for me. I love that. Um, what about, do we have like a proudest moment thus far in seven years? Oh, to highlight one, um, maybe I would, a couple. I would need. say I would say we have seven, and that's seven graduations. Every year, our graduation numbers have increased mightily, um, and the the student, the speakers. Um, we had a young man last year that graduated. Uh, he had been with us for for a long time, and then all of a sudden, a light flipped in his head, and he he completed two years in one just to just to walk across the stage on time. And so those are. Those are those victories, seeing the, seeing the mom smile, the dad smile, um, the relief on a family's uh, face when they, they know that we're going to be here, love them, and fill them with, with all kinds of kindness and do everything we can after they've come from probably a bad experience. Um, and so we love being that, that safety net, that, that fallback kind of like, oh, man, there is another option. And wait, it's an amazing option. Yes, I love that. And I think, too, um, something kind of struck me as you were talking there is um, we don't say, uh, you know, you've, you've turned 18 um, and get out. Um, we, we really embrace the fact that you could be just turning 18 and you haven't gotten a high school diploma mm-hmm. and you want to finish. Um, talk to me a little bit about our, our adult learning program and what we're able to do for those older students who, um, you know, for whatever reason, need a, an alternative yeah. pathway and we get them there. This is probably for selfishly one of my favorite groups is because uh, usually our adult learners come to us and they've they've struggled they've struggled mightily um, and we enroll kids up to the age of 22 and we get to see students that have really had life experiences that have been challenging but now we give them a fresh start fresh opportunity even if they're still in the middle of struggles we have supports we have social workers we have we have opportunities for them to you know, work through some of their challenges and still be academically successful. And so um, I, w- I would be lying if I said that we kick them all out at 22 <laughs> as well. That we just don't get any funding for them after that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Um, I think that that shows um, sort of your dream and vision truly coming to life and showing that uh, we're going to help anybody be yep. successful that wants to walk through the door um, and we're going to find that pathway and, and get them there. So um, thank you both uh, for joining me today. I want to give you one last opportunity to sort of anything you want to leave our listeners with um, as we're ending today for them to think on and ponder. Um, I was thinking uh, on terms of the name, I think the name is perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I actually do. I enjoy telling people the name of the school my children attend because I do feel like the name tells a story and it's a an accurate story mm, I love that yeah. so I, I would end with this is is we are we're human and we but we're we're humans that love love kids and we're gonna pour into children and if if you're struggling with something out there or you you're in an education situation where you just need something different um, we're a place for you. We're a solution for you. Um, and we'd be happy to work with you and your family to, to figure out how we can support you. Awesome. Well, thank you both again. Um, stay tuned, you guys. There's going to be more coming in this series as we dive into the various um, learning aspects that are within the school. Um, but in the meantime, uh, you can head on over to miprepschool.org for more information, um, as well as check out our social media channels on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, YouTube. And so have a great day. And thank you for listening in to Reimagining Education, the podcast. Reimagining Education is brought to you by Michigan International Prep School, a tuition-free K-12 online school. If you'd like to learn more about us and what we do, you can visit our website at miprepschool.org. That's miprepschool.org. 
Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and we'll talk to you soon.